And I think the key plans at the moment is planning around how you're going to increase or maintain your levels of revenue in the coming months. Welcome to the Business Behind Your Business, conversations to help your business grow and thrive. Hi, I'm Paul Sweeney, founder of Predium Solutions, chartered accountants and certified business advisors, hosting the Business Behind Your Business. Welcome to the Business Behind Your Business. In this episode, we're grateful to be able to share with you an interview from a live 90.5's Grow the Business People Edition. I'm talking with Alive 95.5 hosts Paul Cripps and Kylie Thomas about four key areas to managing your business through and beyond the current crisis. And now it's time for our special guest uh, this evening, uh, Paul Sweeney from Pretium Solutions. Uh, Paul is the uh, the managing director of uh, Pretium Solutions, and uh, Paul has a, a deep experience um, in, in in accounting, but also someone that uh, likes to think about how the businesses can perform the best. So uh, he takes it a lot further than the numbers. Um, so good evening, Paul. Welcome to uh, to grow the business. It's great to have you with us. Thank you, Paul. It's great to be here. Fantastic, fantastic. And look, uh, you know, we, we went up, I think, probably what's, uh, oh, it must be a couple of years ago now, and uh, we've uh, talked about a number of things, and uh, you've got some exciting things going on at the moment. And I think that uh, where we wanted to really, really start, I say, um, I always like to say that you're you're much more than an accountant. Um, you know, you're, you're very much also a certified business advisor as well. So um, do you want to talk through, I guess, first of all, what you see as being the, the four real key areas to successfully, um, you know, managing managing a business i guess not just during the current situation but 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 always as well yeah certainly so there's there's four key areas and and they're pretty critical at this time because we're focusing on how we get through um this the unique situation we're in but they're really four key areas that that every business always and and they come down to uh, managing your cash flow Mm -hmm. Planning, uh, so planning your business, what you're going to be doing, what you're trying to achieve, uh, how you manage your taxation, and um, using uh, the skill set of um, your advisors, your team of advisors, to help you create a, a high-performing business that's going to succeed and thrive in any condition. And uh, that's what we get excited about. The numbers are important, but they are the base upon which we which we build everything else. Mm, fantastic, excellent. Thank you, Paul. Look, we'll, what we'll do now, if that's all right, we'll start to, uh, you know, unpack a few of those and go to uh, those in a few more details. One of the things I forgot to do uh, just now as well, if uh, we've got any questions to come through from listeners, don't forget our text line, which is 0480 Um I'm not too sure. I told you, Paul, whether you might get some text questions, but you never know. You might, you never know. You might, get, you might get a few of those. I know you're someone that uh, you're a bit like me as well. You, you react very well on the bounce. <laughs> so uh, if they come through, we'll read them out. Um, but uh, perhaps if you don't mind, first of all, Paul, we'll start perhaps with um, uh, the cash flow management in terms of, uh, you know, uh, I guess we, we all know it's critical. Um, but what are some of the what are some of the key things you find that uh, sometimes that is, is obvious to people in the know, but uh, some of the people, things that in terms of cash flow that people slip up on? Mm. Look, I think one of the key things is that you have to know what your cash position is at, at any point in time. And these days there are so many tools available. So we've got our online banking, we've got our online accounting systems. So 
we should be able to know at any point in time what our exact cash position is in terms of how much money we have in the bank, what we owe, um, but we should also know what's going out. So what's coming in, mm. what's going out, and planning for that. And uh, a lot of the time where businesses get into trouble is when they're not watching that. They don't know exactly where they are at or, or they don't know what's coming in. And, I saw Cloudy uh, smile. Yes, I, I, would, I would probably be, be one of those. Paul, do you think it's because of um, nervousness, ignorance? What do you think actually drives that? Because obviously in our own personal finances, generally we're right on top of it. But then when it comes to our, our business, maybe not so much. So what do you think driving that? Look, I, I think the, the thing is, in business, you're responsible for so many different things. Mm. And as a business owner, you're focusing on your main thing. So uh, for me, it's accounting, so numbers come naturally. But for um, somebody who's, a, say, a plumber, electrician, or uh, IT person, the numbers, the cash flow, or the, the accounting numbers are not the natural thing. They're concentrating on the business mm. and getting the sales, getting the invoice out, but not focusing on... Um, what the cash flow position is or what the numbers actually mean. So I think it, it's fairly normal. Mm. Uh, there is just so much to, ha- to look after as a business owner and mm. that is one thing that slips through uh, a lot of the time. Mm. Mm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And look, it's uh, but it's key, isn't it? Because without without uh, and how many times have I heard without good cash flow, a business can't uh, can't survive, can it really? And, and look, if you, if you don't if you don't stay on top of it, you're not going to have the information available. So there's a lot of talk about, at the moment about getting funding assistance from, mm. from government and banks, but access to those um, that funding, those assistance measures, a lot of it is dependent upon you supplying or knowing the numbers for your business, the key numbers around cash, around turnover, and um, you should be able to get that from your accounting records. Um, virtually straight away mm-hmm. um, you know, the, a lot of it is automated these days mm-hmm. uh, you still need to manage what's going into each each bucket but um, it, it is becoming easier and easier to do that day to day accounting and, and bookkeeping work yeah, no, exactly, because there's a number of tools that help with that as well, aren't there? And I think that also um, comes into your, your next point, um, Paul, that you wanted to mention about planning, right? So obviously you need to, to get that finance, that cash flow management, but then, you know, that then the element of planning that goes with that and then obviously planning for your business as well, they go hand in hand, would, would, I'm assuming you would say? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I think we got we complicate the planning process too much. Um, in in very simple terms, a plan is what are you going to do, what's the outcome, and how are you going to do it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we we overcomplicate it, and that's why we don't firstly make a plan. And the second thing, uh, and possibly more important, is implement the plan. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think the key plans at the moment is planning around how you're going to increase or maintain your levels of revenue in the coming months. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time we focus on the immediate uh, revenue that's coming up or doing the work that we've that we've agreed to do, uh, but we're not focusing beyond that period. And, and, and we, you know, it's called the, your sales pipeline or your yes. funnel. Um, we need to make sure that we're constantly feeding that funnel of new work or potential work um, so that when we get to three or six months down the track, we actually have work uh, sales coming in. Uh, otherwise, we're not going to have any cash flow at a future point in time. Mm. Absolutely, and I think that, uh, and as you say, it's uh, that's very much the case. And I think that uh, that's something which obviously always applies. And I guess it's uh, it's even more critical now than it's ever been. Mm. Uh, but it's it should be a habit that should be there all the time, though, Paul, shouldn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, mm. it, 
you know, you need to know your numbers. You need to know what sales you've got, what opportunities you've got. And uh, even just contacting your um, previous customers, your previous clients, and communicating with them, letting mm. them know what, what you're able to do. So mm. open those channels of communication because if you're not contacting them, they're not going to become a, a, a repeat customer. So you need to keep feeding that funnel, keep communicating with your customers, both present and past customers, um, to make sure that you generate future sales. Absolutely. Great, great advice. Thank you, Paul. Thanks again to Paul Cripps and Kylie Thomas. You can listen to Grow the Business People Edition Thursday evenings, 6 p.m. on Alive 90.5. Um, welcome back, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Kylie. And uh, we're taking off from before the break, we were just talking about um, some of the key aspects that you were, were talking through there, but uh, we sort of stopped just before the taxation side of things. So talk us through some of the things that you think businesses um, should be being really mindful of in terms of their, their tax, and then obviously that really key point about having really skilled and qualified advisors around you to, to be making those sound decisions. Mm. Yeah, well, tax tax gets some people excited. I'm not one person that gets excited <laughs> by tax. No, their audience is going to be delighted to hear that. Um, <laughs> look, I think the key thing is in any situation is um, keeping on top of your tax obligations and making sure you lodge on time that you are able to pay. And if you're not able to make the, the required payments, that you communicate with the ATO mm. in a timely mes- um, manner. Um, uh, but... Get your um, activity statements lodged on time because if you are applying for finance, it's important to have those um, up to date. Mm. Um, that will take a, a note of those things. Um, but the other thing, uh, and look, tax tax is important to plan for. Set aside amounts to pay it. Um, keep it in a separate account or manage it, but um, don't ignore it. I think that's mm. uh, a thing that causes a lot of businesses to get unstuck is that they ignore the taxation, particularly newer businesses and growing mm. businesses really mm. run into trouble with, with managing tax. But um, particularly at this time, it's, I'd encourage people to lodge earlier than they normally would because a lot of businesses uh, with reduced revenue and reduced profits, uh, it's likely to be reduced tax and you may have overpaid your instalments during the year, so it'd be good to get them in early. Mm. Um, but yeah, what gets me excited though is more about actually advising clients or advising business owners about how to grow their business yep. and create a high performing business and to do that you can't do that in isolation so mm. what I find is that I'm a very good accountant I'd like to say that myself mm-hmm. uh, but I'm not a HR person I'm not a business lawyer I'm not an IT person I'm not a sales person and when you're making a decision as a business owner you need to have um consistent advice uh, all on the same path. So what we find is that you often uh, get advice from the accountant and then you go and see the solicitor, but the the two pieces of advice are not connected, not on the same uh, direction. So you get this disjointed advice and that's, that's not a good outcome. And I think the thing is, uh, the, the key thing, I think, as you understand, Paul, as well, it's, uh, yeah, you're right, it's about having that advice from the from the right people at the right time. And I guess one of the problems, I guess, with smaller businesses is that uh, they, they feel that, well, sometimes it's a case that they don't know what they don't know. Mm. Um, and they guess, uh, you know, they might sometimes perhaps rely on uh, one person thinking they get all the answers where, you know, that, that wouldn't be the case if they're a bigger business getting uh, advice from, a number of different places, but this, this basically this kind of help is uh, is available to uh, to smaller businesses as well, isn't it? 
Oh, absolutely. And I think the the big business have that team of uh, of, a, of, a, of experts in their in their company. They have the different departments. Mm-hmm. Whereas a small business owner uh, doesn't have that. Coming back to the point I made earlier, that as a small business owner, you are everything. Uh, you are the HR department, you are the accounts receivable, the sales department, inventory management, you're all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to get access to the right kind of advice from the right people. Mm. And and this is where um, a lot of small businesses are at a disadvantage. Mm. Um, so one of the things we're trying to do is you know, remove that disadvantage for small business owners, small mm-hmm. medium business owners, give them access to effectively that, that board of advice, that, that team of experts that gives them consistent advice uh, in line with their strategy, working together to get the best outcomes for them. And um, look, I, I think we need to give more um, uh, power back to small and medium business owners because you know, we are able to do so much, Absolutely. Um, but let's make it more effective. Absolutely. And there are plenty of them and we know the economy thrives on them and uh, it's about making sure that they, you know, well, as always, but uh, particularly now, they're making sure they, they survive with the right advice at the right time um, in the current environment as well. Yeah, and, and look, I think a lot of people are, are fearful of getting advice because of the cost mm. and um, the cost of getting the, the wrong advice from the wrong <laughs> area um, sort of scars people. And once they've done that once, they're more hesitant to go and get advice. Absolutely um, right. So they'll turn, they'll turn to the internet and, and mm. what you see on the internet is not always applicable to you. No, situation. no, it's a little bit like the Dr. Yeah. Google situation as well, isn't it? That's not always the best way to get the, uh, the information. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, and like, I can read about how to how to um, build build something on the internet, but you just don't want me building something for you. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go and do that. Well, the and it's the same with a lot of the things we we self diagnose, yeah, and right, yeah. uh, we don't have the skills to implement or to actually understand what we're doing. And there's a danger in doing that. So it's crucial for small business to get advice. Uh, from the white people. Fantastic. Well, look, Paul, I think it's fair to say you speak the same language as uh, me and Carly. It's music uh, for, to our ears to hear uh, somebody that, uh, that feels the same way around uh, getting the right panel of experts around them. So thank you so much for your time this evening, Paul. Thank you very much for joining us and um, great to have you with us. And uh, look, hopefully we can uh, get to talk to you again our time soon. Okay. Thank Fantastic. you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question you'd like our team of experts to answer? If you do, send your question to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. To hear more from The Business Behind Your Business, don't forget to subscribe using your favourite podcast player. Or you can visit thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com website.